insurance companies, healthcare companies, um, health insurance companies. I mean, giant ones here in Massachusetts, down in Atlanta. Um, I don't know. You, you could probably just pick up, you know, right now in Google real quick, and you could find a million different things that would tell you. Uh, why is this happening? It's because it can, and that's the sad part. The more we want convenience, in Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Toss C3 Podcast. I'm excited to welcome to the founder of Toss C3, Greg Hanna. Greg, what's going on, man? How are you? Uh, doing fantastic, Neil. How are you doing? Fantastic. And you know what, Greg? We are recording after a couple months because things have gotten so busy for you, which is a great thing to be busy. But right now, as you've talked about how the world is being hacked easier and easier, we have to become vigilant and have zero trust, right? That's it. Oh, my God. That's so important. Um, it's, it's just, uh, I can't even tell you, you know, how devastating it is out there. Um, clients I know, um, FBI, um, insurance companies, healthcare companies, um, health insurance companies. I mean, giant ones here in Massachusetts, down in Atlanta. Um, I don't know. You, you could probably just pick up, you know, right now in Google real quick. And you can find a million different things that would tell you. Uh, why is this happening? It's because it can. And that's the sad part. The more we want convenience in the digital world, um, the weaker our systems get. Right? As, in, as, as convenience increases, then security decreases. And... We've talked about this a number of times. We talked about, you know, the simplest thing as a physical lock and a physical key versus a physical lock and an iPhone key or an Android key. Well, why am I down on that? Well, Android and iPhone or a computer, um, the lock system is listening, right? So how is it listening? It's an Internet of Thing device, so that means it must have some type of a computer chip in it, right? What, what do we talk about all the time is anything that's digital and anything that's computerized can be hacked. So now you've taken the physical layer of protection away from your doors and you've made them hackable. Um, I'm sure, of course, there's the old school hacking, right? The crowbar and the big giant foot that just kicks it in. But, you know, the point is, is that um, everything's hackable and our convenience level is being demanded to go up and up and up. You know, oh, hey, Alexa, do this for me. Hey, Google, do this for me. You know, how is that even able to happen? Hey, Siri, you know, it's because they're listening all the time. You basically opened up your life um, to be spied on. Um, you know, to be watched. There's cameras every square foot of every building and every location out in the world. Uh, and it's all being controlled, you know, you know, hopefully by good people, but it's also exploitable by bad people. And unfortunately, um, there's always good and bad in the world, and there's always good and bad in the digital world. And there's money to be made in hacking and ransoming people and making their life miserable and making their client lives miserable. And unfortunately, you know, insurance companies, you know, are putting premiums up and up and up. I mean, geez, it used to be you could get a million dollars of coverage for 
about 10 grand a year and, you know, twenty twenty five thousand dollars deductible. I mean, now they're talking like 30 grand, 50 grand, depending on your environment and your line of business uh, per million deductibles up around the hundred thousand. I was I was talking to a guy. They said that their deductible was like ten million dollars. Uh, it was a utility in a city. And so they decided to self-insure because it just didn't make sense. Right. Um, so these are just things that everybody has to be vigilant about. Everybody has to watch out for. And what do you think the first steps are? If you're especially, you know, people listening to this and saying, what the heck are we? This is like things have flipped upside down in three, four months. Now, uh, what should everyone be thinking about? We always talk about the basics, but now it seems like throw the basics out the window. you got to really focus on these things if you have a company because you're going to end up being held liable if you're hacked. That's right. Now, there's one basic that we won't. Well, there's a couple basics we won't throw out. So let's go through the few that we won't throw out. The first one is is to make sure that every one of your systems that's internet accessible is always security patched and always up to date. Now, this is a practice that you have to be vigilant on. You have to do it daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, whatever. You got to make sure it gets done. There's a million companies out there cost included that would do that for you and keep it automated to make sure it happens. The next thing you need to do is make sure that your team is on a daily basis searching for what's called CVEs, right? Critical vulnerability so they can be exploited for every one of your key technologies. So just make a list, go to one of these websites. It takes about 10 minutes and just do the search. You just pump it in, hit search, give a technology, give you a list. If any of those apply to you, Take out, take an outage, get them fixed as soon as possible. So that's really super important. I mean, the next thing you want to do is you need to make sure that you have a tamper resistant endpoint detection and response system on every device, right? So this is like our ZPS uh, system. You want to make sure it's monitored by a human SOC 24 7. Autonomous monitoring is critical, but having a human backing it up when people aren't physically available is becoming more and more necessary these days because there are occasions where these EDDR systems can be circumvented, disabled, and if a human is watching the screen, they could take a response remediation and defense um, because the autonomous system is offline, right? So that's really important. But here's the, here's the last, and I can't emphasize this enough to any business owner, to any leader, to anyone who is responsible at the top for your organization is that you cannot delegate the oversight of your IT security to a single individual or group without you overseeing and without you understanding from a very uh, top level, from a a 10,000 foot view, the different key areas of security, and then inspecting to make sure that they're happening. So many hacks attack happen because of what we would call an error or an omission. I mean, yeah, you've got a team working, the CIO is watching, they've got a SOC team, they have a NOC team, they're just going to town. They're doing all the things and checking all the boxes, but are they really checking all the boxes? Occasionally a box or two gets missed and that's when people get in. 
So it's your job as, as the leader to be the last line of defense to make sure that all those boxes are checked. However you need to do that and however much time you need to spend doing that, it's your responsibility. And as you said, you constantly here at Toss C3 have to be zero trust every day. And that's why people hire you, right? So that they can focus on what they're best at and have someone like you as an expert, especially, you know, there are IT professionals, but not an IT professional that's an expert in cybersecurity like yourself. That changes things because cybersecurity and you provide all the great IT solutions at your company. But the thing is, the biggest thing is you focus on cybersecurity, which is becoming such an important thing for any company, any individual to really focus on this because this is the 21st century of, of having a fire in your business is yeah. security. And, and when you bring up that point of fire, you know, hey, go with someone like Toss who's actually walked through the fire, right? Been in the fire, um, dealt with the fire, came out not even smelling of smoke, right? Led people through the fire, you know, not just talked about it, but actually done it, you know, been involved in all of the IR events, all the crisis management, all the negotiations, um, all the insurance investigations, all of the forensics investigations, <clears throat> working with the cyber attorneys. I mean, we should unpack, you know, one time what dealing with a, an incident response event is when there's an actual crisis and event. I mean, it's, it's mind boggling and it's eye opening, you know, the things that happen and things that people don't even realize, you know, they take for granted that, Oh, for instance, so, well, I have cyber insurance and they have a million dollars of coverage or $2 million worth of coverage. And I got a ransom attack. So I'll be okay. The cyber insurance company will pay for the ransom. We'll do a little work. We'll be down a few days. And, and so on. No, no. You know, the average time to even get the key from if you have a major uh, ransom attack, you know, it's 15 days. I mean, or 21 days. We're talking three weeks, right? And then you get the key and then the average to recovery from when you get the key is eight days. And now you're talking, you're like, you're out a month. Oh, and guess who has to put the money up to pay the ransom? The company. Insurance company? No, you do. <laughs> yeah, sure. It has to pay the money first, and then get reimbursed, hopefully, by the insurance company. All right. So, best place to go is tossc3.com right now and schedule a call with Craig today. Appreciate it, Craig. Thanks, Neil. Have a great day. All right. That was the Toss C3 podcast. Take care, guys. Thank <laughs> you.